Hello, my name is Jaden Smalley, and welcome to Sycamore Off the Top Rope. This is my wrestling podcast that I have started for my Com 288 class over sports journalism. Today, I am accompanied with my good friend, Ren. Ren, you want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Ren. Today, we are going to be talking about the WWE's upcoming pay-per-view, The Royal Rumble. We're also going to be talking about the news regarding Seth Rollins' injury that he sustained two weeks ago on Raw and what position that puts him in for WrestleMania going forward. Let's start off with the Royal Rumble. For anyone listening to this who has never watched professional wrestling for a day in your life, the Royal Rumble is a pretty easy match to understand. It's a battle royal, meaning to eliminate one of your opponents, you have to throw them over the top rope. It is a 30-man battle royal. However, there's one slight difference. Two men will start in the ring, and then every single minute interval, another wrestler will enter. The last wrestler standing is guaranteed a main event world title match at WrestleMania, WWE's crownship show of the year in April. It's a very important time for wrestling, as this can show the company's belief in someone. It can show that they're ready to push them to the moon, and that they have the full back of the WWE behind them, and that they see this person as a future world champion, future Hall of Famer main eventing Wrestlemania. That's a grand right, wouldn't you say, Ren? Yeah, definitely. And... I would definitely say main eventing Wrestlemania puts you into that higher tier. Some great Wrestlemania main eventers, Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, Macho Man Randy Savage, oh yeah! Cream of the crop! And being in that main event truly does put you at that cream of the crop, wouldn't you say? Yeah, really does. Absolutely. Time to go ahead and take the, you know, rip off this band-aid. For anyone who doesn't know, professional wrestling is fake. No, I know. No, I know. Broke your hearts right there. It's completely fake in the way that it's staged. Imagine this. Imagine you go to Broadway and you see a theater production. But that production is also a stunt show that has had no time to rehearse at all. Seems pretty intense, huh? That is what professional wrestling is. It is staged. We know who is going to win what. Or more importantly, the writers know who's going to win what. However, we as fans have no idea. And that is where the fun of this comes from. That is why this has lasted around since the 70s. I truly do believe that wrestling will continue to grow and will continue to get more popular. Speaking of getting more popular, however, with all the talk of the Royal Rumble this Saturday, a lot of people seem to forget that Netflix and WWE have officially signed a 10-year contract. Starting in 2025, Netflix will gain all rights to WWE Monday Night Raw, which, in case you're curious, is the longest-running episodic television show in history. The deal is currently currently being valued at $5 billion over the 10-year span. And more importantly, outside of the U.S., the Netflix Corporation will gain access and rights to Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and WWE's entire back catalog of pay-per-views and all future pay-per-views. However, if you're like me and you still live in the U.S., we have to watch it on Peacock. Speaking of Peacock... The Royal Rumble will be this Saturday, January 27th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can watch this on Peacock if you have a subscription already. If not, 
There will be plenty of reports afterwards and plenty of clips posted by fans in the crowd. There are plenty of other ways you can enjoy this product if you don't have the money to pay for a subscription. Now, back to the Royal Rumble. We have four matches on this card tonight. Our first match is the United States Championship match between Logan Paul, who is walking in as our current United States Champion, and Kevin Owens. Who do you think is going to win that run? Honestly, as much as I know that I don't like him, I'm honestly thinking that Logan Paul is going to win just because, yeah, his, his battle with Rey Mysterio at Crown Jewel in... It was November, right? November. Yeah. Um, was spectacular. This would be Logan Paul's first title defense as the United States champion. Even though he has not been defending this title a lot, on his podcast Impulsive, on all of his social media posts, he's constantly wearing the WWE United States Championship. So this United States Championship match between Logan Paul and Kevin Owens will be kicking off the show. And as much as I love Kevin Owens, I'm a Kevin Owens fanboy. I've been loving his work since 2010. I, I love this man. Logan Paul's definitely going to win this. They're not going to have him lose this first title defense. I'm just excited to watch the match. Logan Paul is one of the most athletic people that can step foot into that ring. He's gone toe-to-toe with Ricochet. He's gone toe-to-toe with John Cena, Rey Mysterio. That's an impressive catalog. He's fought the current WWE Undisputed Universal Champion, Roman Reigns. To even be in that level, that echelon says something about you as an athlete. I see Logan Paul winning this, most likely through some nefarious means. As you know, he won the United States Championship with the help of brass knuckles, cheating in order his way to win. That's something that happens to be pretty common in wrestling, though. Lots of wrestlers that we call heels, which are the bad guys in the story, will often cheat or undermine the system in order to win. And then that victory is seen as sort of spiteful to the crowd, and it gives the babyface, or the good guy, a chance to come back and get this grand victory, all the valor that was taken away from him by the villain, and it's that hero's journey, which is played over and over again in wrestling through stuff like man versus his boss, shown by Stone Cold Steve Austin and Vince McMahon back in the Attitude Era in the late 90s, all the way up till right now. The story just keeps on growing and keeps evolving in so many different ways. Our next match is the Women's Royal Rumble match. As I stated earlier, this will guarantee whatever women is left standing a main event match on one of the two nights of WrestleMania. Ren, who do you think is going to win this? Honestly, I have two bets based. It could go either way between Bianca Belair and um, uh, Becky Lynch. Because I... I I've seen how both of them fight, and they've both been doing it for a, a for a uh, extended amount of time, and I've seen oh, how yeah. they work. And delicious. They're just. They're really great in the ring. Yeah. Um, I'm personally actually pulling for Bailey this year. Bailey, who's a current member of the faction of Damage Control whose leader, EO Sky, is currently the WWE Women's Champion. They could definitely do a storyline of Bailey betraying EO Sky 
and then trying to win that title at Mania. I can also see Becky Lynch winning it. Becky Lynch is the number one contender for Rhea Ripley's Women's World Heavyweight Championship, so I could definitely see them wanting to make that a marquee match at WrestleMania this year. It would be a great way to show off. It would be a great way to get those big eyes on that product that you want. Okay, our next match is the Men's Royal Rumble match. Who do you got for the Men's Royal Rumble? Um, I, I was definitely, I'm definitely rooting for CM Punk, because, man, can just, blame you. Yeah. He, he's the hometown hero, he's coming back from a long time away from the WWE, this is gonna be his first match since 2014, where he left and walked out of the company after the Royal Rumble. Indeed. It's insane to see how this has come full circle. CM Punk was my childhood favorite wrestler. That man was my childhood. Straight edge society for life. I predict CM Punk's going to win this, but my backup pick, in case they don't want to put down CM Punk, is the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes, last year, won the Royal Rumble. Went on to main event WrestleMania against your tribal chief, Roman Reigns. And he lost in a tragic upset victory in Hollywood. Cody Rhodes did not get the Hollywood ending he was expecting. And now he's coming back around to end it in Philadelphia at WrestleMania 40. I can totally see that happening. But also, I can totally see CM Punk winning this and going on to face Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. It would be magical. It would be revolutionary. Both CM Punk and Seth Rollins have a very long history with each other, spanning all the way back to an old indie promotion by the name of Ring of Honor. They have fought each other multiple times. CM Punk brought Seth Rollins into the WWE. They have a strong history with each other, but they also resent each other. Seth Rollins has been very public about his disdain for CM Punk, often in a very, in my opinion, unprofessional manner, going on websites like X to vent his frustrations about having to work with CM Punk. Since they do not have a good working relationship, they did not leave on good terms, and they have not talked in a while. So, they, that is going to be a very interesting fight, and it's going to be a very interesting to see how those human emotions bleed into that match. And our main event, the WWE Undisputed Universal Championship Fatal 4-Way. To give our listeners an idea of what a Fatal 4-Way is, a standard match is one-on-one. -on -one, one person versus one person. This is a four-man free-for-all. The first person to get pinned loses, and whoever pins that person is the new winner. They are the champion. They win all the marbles. So you cannot simply be the champion, lay back, and let everyone fight each other. Because if someone gets pinned, whoever pinned them is the new champion. This puts Roman Reigns in a very deadly spot. Roman Reigns has been champion since September of 2020. He is approaching on a full four years as WWE champion. Something unheard of since Hulk Hogan in the 80s and since Bruno San Martino back in the 60s. It's a modern day legend in the making. Up against Roman Reigns, so he has some serious competition with people like Randy Orton, AJ Styles, L.A. Knight. Yeah. yeah. 
he is such dangerous competition, he might lose this to someone like a Randy Orton, like an AJ Styles. I don't see LA Knight beating him, though. I love LA Knight, but he already lost to Roman. AJ and Randy haven't ever gotten to fight Roman since he's come back in 2020. That match has just never happened between these two. So, I could definitely see if they wanted to pull the trigger on Randy or on AJ. They definitely could. However... I do, in fact, believe that your tribal chief, that's right, put those ones in the air, Roman Reigns will be retaining and taking this title into WrestleMania. Yeah. Is that also what you think? Definitely also what I think. It's a very fair prediction. I mean, he's he's undefeated. He's never been defeated in a singles match since returning in 2020. All of his defeats have been in tag team matches. He hasn't been pinned in a singles match in four years. years. That is unfathomable. He might win it all and just not stop. No one, There's no way of proving he's going to lose the title at Mania. He might keep it. He might keep this train a-rolling, baby. On some other news regarding champions, as we just talked about Roman Reigns, the WWE Undisputed Universal Championship, let's... Let's shift our focus to Seth Rollins, the current World Heavyweight Champion. Two weeks ago on Monday Night Raw, Seth Rollins had a match against Jinder Mahal in a World Heavyweight title match. In this match, he got relatively injured and is expected to be out for the next three months. Us as fans and Seth, I'm sure, are very worried that he's going to miss WrestleMania. Seth has assured the... has assured the fans that he is going to do whatever rehab is needed in order to make sure he is in fighting shape at WrestleMania. WWE have not withheld him of the title. The title has not been taken from him. He is still listed as the active champion. In case you were curious, though, Seth Rollins has suffered a grade 2 MCL tear and a partially torn meniscus. His doctors are telling him that he's going to miss Mania. Seth is very adamant that he will not miss Mania. In fact, this would not even be the first time something like this has happened. John Cena, all the way back in 2008, suffered a very similar injury and also returned at the Royal Rumble. John Cena, back in 2008, returns at the Royal Rumble after suffering a devastating injury three months prior in 2007 with a completely torn pectoral. He recovered in three months from what was supposed to be an eight-month injury. That man is not human. And it's very possible It's very possible that Seth Rollins could do the exact same thing and could return even stronger, even better. Do you think Seth Rollins is going to be at Mania, Ren? As him being one of my favorites, I do sure hope so, but you never know with an injury like that. An MCL, that, that's something that's serious, something that can take you out of action for a while. We're lucky that it's just a partially torn meniscus and that's not just completely ripped. That's a person who has... Leg injuries themselves. Yeah, you, you hurt your ankle today. Yeah. Not fun. It's not fun. Yeah, no, I bet. Some other interesting wrestling news coming out. Gunther, our current intercontinental champion, has declared himself for the Royal Rumble. Gunther is the longest reigning intercontinental champion of all time, starting his reign in, I believe, September of 2022. Let me go and fact check that. June 10th, 2022. 
He's doing very well for himself. He's undefeated. He is the guy. He is the workhorse of this company. This, Austri this Austrian brute is on another level, wouldn't you say? He definitely is. He's gone against people like Chad Gable, an Olympic gold medalist. He's gone against people like The Miz, one of the greatest entertainers in this industry. No one can touch him. Who do you think is going to finally dethrone Gunther of this title, though? Honestly, I'm really not sure if he will be. You don't think he's ever going to get dethroned. You're thinking he's just going to hold this the rest of his career. Maybe. You never know. I, I definitely think he's going to lose it. Um, <laughs> it's We're currently at the 455-day mark. What I'm really looking forward to, though, is in September of 2024, we have a WE Premium Live event, Bash in Berlin. Most people don't know this. Gunther, even though he's Austrian, during his teenage years, wrestled and lived with his father in Berlin. So that's somewhat of a hometown crowd for him. And do you think he's going to have that hometown advantage if he walks in there as Intercontinental Champion? Probably, most likely. Even lots of times, bad guys in wrestling will get cheered by their hometown audience. It's very common to see audiences love people from their towns. As for when it comes to who could possibly dethrone Gunther for this title. I'll be honest with you, at this point in time, there's only two real answers. Main event Jey Uso or Drew McIntyre. Those are pretty much your only two options. He's defeated everyone else cleanly. Gunther, unlike a lot of heels in wrestling, doesn't cheat. He's just that much better than you. He's similar to a Brock Lesnar of sorts during his uh, UFC run all almost. He's just that much better than everyone else. That is why he's undefeated. There's no nefarious means from his faction Imperium. He's just that good. It's wild, honestly. Okay, we're going to do a little bit of a wrap-up segment here. and I'm gonna, I like to do this. I'm going to ask my guest coach guest hosts each week who their favorite wrestler is and why and then we are going to be signing off so ren who's your favorite wrestler and why well i'll kind of split this up into two talking about both the men and women side of course uh we'll start with my favorite female wrestler <laughs> the australian mommy herself <sighs> rio ripley, ripley. Oh, I love Rhea Ripley. What what makes her your favorite? Um, I think it's just, like, her charisma on stage. Oh, yeah. She's definitely a really good performer, as per se. I would say her biggest strength is her charisma and her talking. She's so good on the mic. She cuts an amazing promo every single time. She doesn't do bad promos, she plus really the fact that in a league of women that's dominated by these American brown hair, blue-eyed women that are very stereotypical and are very, let's go, um, an Australian black-haired goth woman definitely yeah. sets a different tonal shift. It, it, it's also kind of just thinking about how she's not, in within her faction, she's not, like, background no no she she's is, the leader she of is judgment lead and above, it's not a women's faction it's above, a men's faction above every single man in her faction yes that truly that's such a good reason who do you think who is your favorite male wrestler though that one is a little bit of a tough one i have a yeah, few yeah, favorites of course 
but I think I'm honestly going to have to go with Seth Rollins. Ooh, that, that's a good pick. Well, <laughs> I've... I really just like... It's a charisma thing. He 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 talks about himself so well. You want to cheer for him, but he's doing these heinous acts. Really? You 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 feel for him in a way of he's worked so hard to get to this position. He's the world heavyweight champion. He's worked so hard for this, but you know how many people he sacrificed along that road. You know he's not a good person, but you're yeah. still cheering for him, and that's how good he is. And then a close second. Male favorite is Dominic Mysterio. I have no... Really? Yeah, I have... I was expecting LA Knight, honestly. LA Knight's definitely in the top five. Okay, okay, so he's the top five. Yeah, he's probably my number three. Why is Dominic Mysterio your second favorite? Um, I really like the plot line between, like, him betraying... No, not even that. The the betrayal of his father. His famous wrestling father, Rey Mysterio. Mysterio. And... I just, I I loved the story that was behind that. Kind of just like a betrayal of, like, literal blood. It, it's more than even just that. Dominic Mysterio brings up in some of his promo battles with, with Ray, his father, that the reason why he was so mad at his father is that he wasn't around. In case you're wondering, WWE wrestlers are on the road about 340 days a year. It's one of the busiest jobs you can have because, sure, there are only two weekly television shows. And, sure, you're only on one of them. But they do four house shows a week that aren't televised, yeah. that are just for local crowds. That is the majority of their of their money intake. Dominic Mysterio essentially grew up with a father that was only around for the holidays. Yep. Imagine what that does to a kid. Like, it makes full sense that he betrayed yeah. his father. I was cheering for him when he <laughs> betrayed his father. Because he's stepping out of his father's shadow. Yeah. Even though it was in a heinous way. Even though he hurt his father. Hurt his father's friend. You can't deny that he's so much more interesting. And that he has so much more buzz than he has ever had. He sacrificed those family bonds and has grown because of it. Yeah. I I will say. Okay. I'm going to do like a top three tier list. Okay. <laughs> okay. This so is a- with my top three female wrestlers. It has to be Rhea Ripley as number one. Um, Io Sky as number two. Okay. And honestly, even though she's not really good on the mic, I really like Asuka. Who doesn't? Asuka is such a great in-ring performer. She just struggles on the mic because she's not a native English speaker. Yeah. She was born in Tokyo, and she really struggles on the mic because of that. And then there's also The Mist. She does The Mist the best. She, she does The Mist, which for our listeners... It is this technique to where wrestlers will have liquid stored in their mouth in some type of gel-based liquid, or usually like a pill, and they'll spit it out at their enemies in a form of cheating that will get in their eyes, and it's really stingy because it's a salt-based solution. Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> my top three men are going to have to be Seth Rollins, Dominic Mysterio, and L.A. Knight. This has been such a great little fun time we've had here. Once again, for anyone who's interested in watching the Royal Rumble this weekend, you can check it out Saturday, January 27th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Peacock. This has been Sycamore Off the Top Rope. For next week's podcast, we're going to be talking more about the news, Royal Rumble results, and a personal favorite of mine, the history of hardcore wrestling. 
Thank you so much. This is Jaden Smalley from Sycamore Off the Top Rope, signing off.